So, Mike? So, Ting? Tell me about your hike. So, there's this hill in Hong Kong called Braemar Hill, or Red Incense Burner Peak, I think. And basically, people take Instagram photos from there. Like, it's this amazing view of Hong Kong. So, it looks out across the harbour, and on your left side is Hong Kong Island with IFC, and to your right is the other side of the harbour with ICC. So it's like these two skyscraper towers like facing each other and the harbour in between. And it's a it's a fairly easy hike there. So you can take this super lame way where you just take a minibus to this school and it's like a 15-minute walk. Or there's like a one-hour walk from this housing estate, which is the way I went. So you walk along this path that's fairly well posted and then there's a little sign and this tiny trail that just leads off into the undergrowth towards the end and you just climb through random trees and rocks and get to this summit which has like a you know one of those trigonometry points for triangulation on the top and yeah you get this amazing view so i went and took great landscape photos and sunset photos and I stayed to take night photos, which actually turned out to be a total bust because it was really windy up there because it was like completely exposed. And surprisingly, the wind was enough to like mess up the night photos because, you know, if you're going to take like a 25 second exposure, the camera's got to be perfectly still. And just the wind was enough to, you know, blur the photo. So it just didn't come out very well. But yeah, I mean, I guess I didn't know this. Everyone else clearly knew this because they all left around sunset and it was just me at the top, like in total darkness. Have you shared the photos? Yeah, I put some up on my blog. So I can link it in the show notes. Please. And then trying to get down from this hill in total darkness turned out to be way more exciting than intended. Like... I could not find the trail again. Like, I could not find the way down. I encountered several dead ends where I just, I walked where I thought the way down was and just ended up on some outcropping of rock. And I was like, well, this is not it. And what time was this? This, this was like 8pm, maybe. It's quite dark by now. Yeah, I mean, Hong Kong never gets that dark because there's just so much light pollution. But you know, when you're walking under the cover of, you know, jungly forest stuff, because, you know, it's like tropical, it's pretty dark because, you know, you can't see the sky. And yeah, I just could not find the footpath again. And then from the darkness, I just heard like ominous oinking. I mean, it sounds ridiculous, but like wild boar sounds, you know, because there, there are wild boar in Hong Kong. And I... I genuinely was thinking, like, am I going to die on this mountainside eaten by wild boar? It's like the stupidest thing. Like, I'm like a total tourist, you know, like I'm wearing shorts and trainers and like have a camera like jangling around my neck. And I'm like trying to hustle down this mountainside in pitch blackness with with my phone to light the way while, yeah, wild boar sounds all around me. It was actually quite scary. All around you. So many yeah. Uh, I was actually thinking like, holy shit, am I going to die? <laughs> Wild boar are really big. Yeah, they're quite big. And, you know, I mean, I've seen one just on the street, 
you know, there, there's, there are wild boar in Hong Kong. But in the end, it was fine. Like, I made it down to the bottom. I ended up on the wrong side of a fence. So, like, there was a big spiky fence. And I was just in this undergrowth on the wrong side of it. And I walked along the fence and eventually found, like, a railing I could jump over. And then it turned out I was actually at the school where the where you can take the minibus up. So I was like, oh, great. This is the short way down. <laughs> so that was meant to take 15 minutes, right? Yeah. But it, it took me considerably longer with all the getting lost and... Actually, maybe the actual walking downhill didn't take that long. It just felt like ages because I was fearing lost. for my life. It's fine, really. It would have been more dramatic if I'd actually seen a wild boar. So what have you learned? Don't save for the night photos. It's pointless. <laughs> go, go when everybody else goes. Or pay attention on the way up to where the path is. I was just totally blasé. I had, I had my AirPods in. And I was, like, not paying attention at all. Obviously, you're the one who said, oh, you could take the super lame route of just going going to the school and just walking 15 minutes. You see, there's a lot of pressure to do it the, the proper way. Yeah, well... <laughs> if, if, if this story has taught you anything, it's that you should not take advice from me because I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> it's worth going, though. Great photos. Looking back... Was this a result of your brain, recent brain failure or is it just it was dark and it's easy to get lost? I mean, it was dark and it is easy to get lost, but I'm sure my recent brain failure did not help. Like, I'm totally brain dead at the moment. I don't know what's going on. Well, actually, I do know what's going on. I'm just sleeping at three in the morning every day. <laughs> I want to ask you another question, Mike. Do you find your thoughts during the day Versus your thoughts during the night. I'm very different. Yes. Like. Nighttime Mike is a loose cannon. Like nighttime Mike ruins all of daytime Mike's plans. Because. Well like daytime Mike is like. Okay. I'm going to try and be productive. I'm going to do this this and this. And then nighttime Mike is like. Oh let's watch someone play Splunky 2 for three hours on YouTube. And then before you know it. It's three in the morning. And then daytime Mike dutifully wakes me up at, you know, early o'clock. And I'm like, I feel awful. I need to go back to sleep. And then I go back to sleep until midday. And then I wake up and I'm like, oh, I've wasted half the day. Let's just watch some YouTube to warm my brain up. And then before you know it, it's nighttime Mike back in control. <laughs> How about you? So I'm asking you this because... One night last week, I was I went into some crazy YouTube video spiral and I did YouTube for three hours when I couldn't sleep. And I, I ended up thinking, oh, yeah, I should change this. I should do this instead because this is what 20s ting would want, right? And I, I just started clicking videos for nostalgia. And then, you know, I thought, no, oh, when I wake up tomorrow, I'm just, I won't focus so much more on work and focus on what I want to achieve in my own life and do things that I want, not the man wants. Blah, blah, blah. Wow. So this is the resurgence of 20s Ting. Yeah. So 20s Ting is a lot like Nighttime Mike, it sounds like. But the crazy thing well, is... Maybe not. No, no, no. Maybe not. You're more, you're more driven, right? Mine is actually just like autopilot zombie mode, whereas yours is like aspirational. What does that even mean though, right? Aspirational in what sense? That's what I was challenging myself you know, as I'm watching the end YouTube video at 4am. 
I mean, Twenties Mike is just riddled with FOMO. Twenties Mike is just like, what am I doing with my life? I need to do this, this, and this. And then like, Thirties Mike is just like, it's over. I'm old. Doom. It's like it's reversed for me. Like Thirties thing is all. I'm, I'm a parent, so I've got FOMO. I'm just stuck with it. But Twenties thing thought he was the center of the world, which is terrible actually if you think about it. But the craziest thing is, by the time I woke up, I was back to being serious and happy to work, happy to do very sensible things and things which I was dreaming about, like, oh, maybe I need to refresh my wardrobe, refresh the music I listen to, you know, am I watching enough cult movies at the moment? You know, stuff that is really dumb 20s thing would want to engage with. I just didn't give two shits about it anymore in the morning, right? Do you know what I mean, right? I, it was... <laughs> But this sounds great. This, you see, this is wow. This is like you've reconnected with your inner self. Like this is because this is my problem, right? I feel like I feel like something in me died. You know, like somewhere between twenties, Mike and thirties, Mike, something died. Like my imagination suffered some critical wound and it's never healed. You know, like something really has gone wrong in my life. And and people are like, what do you want to do? Why don't you just go and do what you want to do? And it's like I don't know what I want to do. I literally cannot imagine what I want to do anymore. All I can imagine is failure and disappointment. And they're just like, you've got all this time and you've got all this money. And I'm just like, I can only see the downside. But you need to reconnect with 20s, Mike. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And so that's why I'm staying up till 3am every night watching. <laughs> it's not helping. It's not helping. Something else I had was... I, I need to get really drunk. I, I actually thought maybe I should take up day drinking. <laughs> or drugs. No, don't do drugs, kids. But, you know, some, I need to make some kind of change, right? I need to somehow escape this mindset. Day drinking is not a bad idea. No, you could do micro-dosing. I don't know if you could micro-dose alcohol. But you... I mean... I'm sure you could I'm find a way. very just... lightweight, so I probably could micro-dose alcohol. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I mean, amongst the other things I was dreaming about, I was like, I should have a blog. I should have a blog. Like, people want to know what I, I mean, think. I mean, I do have a blog. <laughs> no one cares about my blog. But it's crazy how, you know, by the time I woke up at 9am, all this stuff, all these dreams I had, they disappeared. I just didn't care for them anymore. They just evaporated like the morning dew. They just weren't as important. What's important then, Ting? Your career... It's, my career is not important. That that is, that is for sure. But making money is. You have to make money, whether you like it or not. Unfortunately, you need to make money. Sad face. This is exactly my problem, right? I just, yeah. What am I going to do? Feels irresponsible to not just get another job. But if I just go and get another job, all those dreams that I can't seem to imagine anymore will never happen. I mean, they'll probably never happen anyway. But YouTube has an answer. YouTube gave me the answer, and it is dropshipping. <sighs> YouTube is trying to sell you a dream that's convenient to its algorithm. I don't understand why. <laughs> I don't understand why I've been targeted. For some reason, I got really paranoid, and I thought I'm being targeted here. I've been singled out as someone who needs dropshipping in their life. I mean, I get these adverts too, but maybe we've both just been <laughs> singled out as people who need dropshipping. We've been profiled. People, people who are rife 
for signing up for some dropshipping pyramid MLM multi-level marketing that is scheme. The thing is, I'm curious enough to click the bloody link. You clicked the link. I clicked the link because I want to know how much, how you know how. I want to know how I can make ten thousand dollars a day from the comfort of my own home. Actually, the answer to that is get a job at a bank. <laughs> I wonder how much truth or how much of it is BS. How much of it is can they really? You know, what are the terms and conditions? How many? You know, are they putting in a ton of disclaimers? Usually they are, which is always disappointing. But that's the truth. That's the reality. Uh, are they actually trying to convince you to pay five thousand US to attend their virtual seminar? Yes, because if so, the answer is they don't make the money from dropshipping; they make the money from scamming you with the seminar. Yeah, that's the truth. I don't know. I don't understand dropshipping. I mean, that's not quite true. But I, you know, I always understand the concept of dropshipping. But yeah, it's like, is this a scam? It's a scam. It's just exploiting inefficiencies in. The supply chain. Sorry, that's a very dry way of putting it. You need to find a one dollar item to sell for eighteen dollars. That's it. <laughs> that's literally what they say on this. That's literally what they say on this advert. I know exactly the advert you mean. There's these two Singaporean guys, and like, we found this one thing for. I can't do a Singaporean accent. Sorry, I just realised I I actually can't do a Singaporean accent. So I want to ask. This is so rude. That is, I can't say that. I can't say that. You're Singaporean, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> What were you going to say? I don't think we've got any listeners in Singapore. It's okay. Diss them all you like. Do you know a ton of people who are into dropshipping? In Singapore? A, a ton no. of dropshipping gurus. Are all your family dropshipping gurus? Actually, one of my cousins did sell like a 5,000 USD seminar. <laughs> like, seriously, a whole bunch of my family are really into multi-level marketing <laughs> schemes. But they're all at the top. They're all the ones at the top of the pyramid. Okay. Like, they live in very nice houses. Disgusting. I want to go back to a life where I get masterclass ads. That's it. They probably just run out of masterclasses to show you. That's not how YouTube advertising works. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> Is it not in any way tied to the videos that I watch? So if I watch high quality content, will I get high quality ads? High quality content. I, I think it is related to your demographic profile. Like the videos you watch, I think effectively are profiling you and then they will show you the advert from whoever will pay the most. But what people will pay is based on your demographics. Like if it determines that you are a parent you know, and they can sell you baby things or something and, you know, that will pay the most, then they'll show you that ad. Or if it thinks you're unemployed and live in your mother's basement, then it'll show you dropshipping ads. <laughs> That's all we have in common. 